Hey everyone, welcome to the Get Real Podcast. We're so excited that you're with us. Each and every week we're going to open up God's Word. We're going to have some discussion around what it means to live an intentional life. So let's listen in as we try to get real together. Hey everyone, this is Brandon Ginden and I'm here with the Get Real Podcast and and my really good friend and ministry partner, Lori Arnold. Hey y'all. And we today are kicking off a new series, um, a series that I um, I'm very excited about. It's a um, kind of a passion that I've had for a long time of, of understanding this principle uh, that we're going to look at today. And um, this idea and concept is the questions that God asks man and, and, and what it reveals and exposes. And you may be um, thinking today, um, well, why is that a big deal? Well, that's always like been a mystery to me, Lori, of why God would ask man a question when he's God yeah. and he knows the answer. And as I've studied it and, and looked at it, what it's brought to up for me is it actually exposes often um, God's incredible, loving, and relational nature of who he is. Yeah. And God's um, desire to relate with us as his kids and to ask these questions that we find throughout scripture and, and what it, what it exposes in us, um, the broken things or the, or the broken beliefs that we have or the areas of our life where we doubt and wonder whether or not God will really show up and take care of us. And so these questions that we're going to look at, I'm, I'm hoping that all of you, um, are able to, to learn and glean from it and, and to really look at your own life as we talk about on this podcast about getting real, like this is what it really means. This is what it really looks like to follow him. And these questions are um, often directed by God at us that challenge some of the areas of our life to where we do struggle uh, yeah. to follow him or struggle to trust him. And he's exposing that in us. And um, so I'm, I'm hoping that this is going to be a powerful series for you um, that, that are listening. And, and we're going to kick off today with really the first question that God asks man that, that we find in, in the scriptures and, and that being in Genesis chapter three. And the question is, where are you? And Lori, as we, um, began discussing this whole, um, idea in the scripture in Genesis three of where Adam and Eve, um, have sinned. Um, God told them to not, um, to not eat of the tree and they did and Satan tricked them. And I'd encourage our listeners to go back and read that story, but we're going to really dive in right at the point to where they are hiding from God yeah. and they hear God walking in the garden and God asks the question, where are you? And it's a fascinating question because God <laughs> knows exactly where they yeah. are, right? <laughs> They're not tricking him. It's like a, it's, you know, it's like a playing peekaboo with a, with a baby, right? <laughs> like God knows, um, right where they are. But I've always thought it was interesting of, of the Lord asking a spatial question. Where are you at? Um, yeah. and, and it, it makes me think of Lord, I know it's kind of silly, but it makes me think of hide and seek. <laughs> um, when I was a kid uh, growing up in Idaho and on my grandparents' farm, we, I mean, this was like one of the favorite things we did. Um, we would get kids from all over my cousins. I mean, there might be 10, 15 of us and we would play hide and seek around the farm at night. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and my grandpa had 
these um, really big yard lights on his farm and it would cast these huge shadows. And um, I remember the one in particular area of where the barn shadow would be cast and it went kind of across the corner of the yard and out into the pasture. Yeah. And we could crawl through the fence and lay in the pasture right on the edge of this shadow. And like you, you almost, someone almost had to step on you to see you. And that was like the best hiding place. I, I, I just remember watching, watching all that unfold and, and remembering that, but we just love playing that. Didn't you play hide and seek? Um, Yeah, but it did not go like that. Like I'm laughing because that sounds awful. <laughs> I'm like, that does not sound like fun. Like at nighttime. Yeah, there are bugs and like snakes outside. Oh. <laughs> no, thank you. Like we went inside when the lights came on outside. Like there was no excitement over a shadow, so we can oh. hide. Oh no, like no, thank you. So yeah. I'm I'm glad you had fun with that. Yeah, we had, we had great fun. <laughs> but I I think about hide and seek because there's a lot of spiritual ramifications. There's a lot of um spiritual truth in that in our own walk and following the Lord you know, we come across these areas in our life where we kind of try and hide from God. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, really serious issues sometimes. Maybe it's a sin issue in our life and we run, we want to run and go hide. It's, you know, an addiction. It's a, it's a, you know, something we're lying to ourselves about mm. um, that we want to try and go hide from God. And, and no doubt um, at some point, um, kind of figuratively for us, we will hear him walking in the garden and say, where are you? Yeah. What do you, what, what are you doing? Um, and so Lori, I mean, I, I want to, um, ask you that question kind of, you know, when you've, um, maybe felt, um, you know, in your life distant or far, you know, from God is, is, you know, how has that principle played out for you? Um, how, you know, you feeling separated or, there's, Cause there's kind of two parts of it is were you feeling lost or separated from God or was there an area where you were trying to hide and, and yeah. be lost and separated yeah. from God? So maybe speak to that, um, kind of bring us together here in it. Yeah, this is so interesting. Um, I love how every time we do this, there's, there are things that are revealed to me, like even as we're speaking and it's, mm. it's so cool. Like things that I didn't even realize from a long time ago. Um, but something that came to mind, uh, I went, through a really hard time when I was in college and nobody would have known because of the way I was partying and having a great time it's mm -hmm. on the outside. But at, it wasn't until you actually asked me this question that I realized it was hiding. Like I would have never said that mm -hmm. it was hiding. Um, the partying and all of that part. Well, no, just the fact that my separation, mm. I chose I separated myself from the Lord, Okay, you know, and just hearing, like even hearing you ask the question about, you know, hiding from the Lord and what that's looked like or, um, I, I just wrestled with it a sec. Cause I was like, wait a minute, I, I've never done that. You know, I haven't <laughs> hidden from the Lord and that's exactly what I did. It's just, I used different words to talk about it, okay. you know, but I, I separated myself mm. because of shame because of fear, like mm -hmm. very similar to what Adam and Eve did in the garden, right. you know, and um, those in those moments, it feels like I'm all alone. And that's exactly what Satan wants. For sure. You know, God created us. Um, he gave us this natural 
desire to be in relationship with people. And then Satan's like, nope, because he knows what is good for us. Right. You know, and he he knows that like we are going to we are a force to be reckoned with when we are in relationship with the Lord and with each other. For sure. And so it's it's so interesting that this is such a great stronghold for so many people. Um, and it is the very thing that God wants for us is to be in relationship with him and kind of ties back to, um, the last series that we did, you know, in the last podcast, when we're talking about the fear of relationship, right? you know, and this is a piece of it, that fear of like being exposed, for sure. and, uh, being known. And because of those things, you know, because of what I was going through at the time in college and because of the choices I was making, I chose to separate myself from the Lord and he was right there all the time, but it was me who separated myself from him. And then there did come a time where I had to face him, you know, cause he cares for me. Sure. And so, you know, I got the question, where are you? Mm-hmm. And that wasn't just a physical address kind of question. Right. It was, where are you in proximity to me? And as far as our relationship goes, Mm-hmm. And I had to wrestle with that and I had to work through that. Yeah. I think a part that the spiritual battle that you mentioned and you said, you know, Satan wants us separated. There's a reason that scripture calls him a roaring lion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, when you, when you describe that's what immediately popped into my mind was that, that, that passage and, you know, you can watch on the nature channel shows. I don't know. You, yeah, if you watch I, I those, do. You, you Sometimes. do. You do. I mean, like a long time ago. Sometimes there's bugs and snakes, Lori. <laughs> um, but on, you know, on those, you imagine on those kind of National Geographic type shows that are, you know, it'll show some kind of herd animal, mm-hmm. wildebeest, gazelles, or something, and lions, you know, lying in the grass yeah. watching, and you know, hunting them. Yeah. And what the lion always watches for is that one. You know, that strays away, away. yep, uh, lags behind, and and that's what they're looking for. And I think that's part of why the the scriptures describe Satan as he's waiting, watching for man to allow himself to drift or separate or, you know, to to drift away. And and I think, you know, in our own walk with, with the Lord and thinking about this, that God demonstrated the ultimate where are you? I'm going to come find you by sending Christ. Yeah. You know, and to think about this issue of how did God solve the problem of us being lost is by him sending Christ. Yeah. And, and, you know, and now we think about it today. I mean, we're in this incredible era of mankind where now we even have the Holy spirit that yeah. lives within that identifies and says, this is who you are. And, yeah. and, and yet we still, in our sin nature, <laughs> it's incredible. We still will, you know, as you talked about, separate or, or, yeah. or drift away. And, and I, I, I mean, I can think about those in, in times in my life as well of just struggling with it or doubting and wondering and, and trying to do things on my own and, and separate away. And, and so, you know, how, Lori, you, you talked about you kind of came back, you know, how, did you, or how do people, if you're in that place where you're like, man, I'm just hiding yeah. from God. Um, and, and if you're a person that has given your life to Christ and, and the Holy Spirit lives within you and mm-hmm. you, you're a Christian, but we're, this is get real. You're in a place in your life right now where you're like, man, I just feel far from God. I'm, I'm, 
I'm hiding from him. I'm over in the bushes. And yeah. how you come back, what does that look like? Um, to to turn back to God and and step out and and come to Him. What yeah. what does that look like for you in your life? You know, it's a it it can be a very daunting task to many. Like just in our in our heads, you know, a lot of times I know I've gotten stuck before in thinking. Like I mentioned, shame. Like it's just so bad that I couldn't let him see or I couldn't talk about it or I can't face it. And he already knows mm-hmm. already. Right. He already knows. Um, and so we just we just have to do it. We just have to go back to him and 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 repent and turn away from what you're doing. Like yeah. it's really simple, but it feels like it's so big and so hard and you gotta do all these things and you got to clean up and start doing this first and did it. No, don't do anything. Go back to Jesus. Right. Like we just have to turn away from what we're doing. And um, it's as simple as that. And once we fully do that, once we surrender and say, you know what, Lord, I am so sorry. And we've identified and realized our brokenness mm-hmm. and our sin. Yeah. Um, own it, own it yeah. and, and turn back to him. He already knows. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it's, it's like, um, you know, when we played hide and seek and, you know, if, if the person that was looking for us couldn't find, you know, it's finally they would give up and go, all right, <laughs> yeah. everybody, you know, and so you'd stand up and, you you know, it's kind of like that. I mean, even though the Lord knows where we are, yeah, yeah, but it's this, it's an, it's an element of surrender. Yes. Like, okay, I got to stand up and go back to home base. Yeah. And, and be willing to do that. And that's what you talked about. You know, we got to repent, which means yeah. to turn back to turn away from our sin and go back to God. Yes. I love the passage. Um, first Peter five ten. um, it, it, it talks about this and, and it, it says, and after you've suffered a little while, the God of all grace mm. who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, confirm, strengthen and establish you Amen. man that is so fantastic if you are when we get in those places where we are sitting you know i think and i think about who wrote this i mean the holy spirit wrote it but through peter yeah Yeah. talk about a guy that was (laughs) like man i really messed up and ran away and hid he went back to fishing he wasn't hiding in the bushes. He, yeah. You know, I think after Christ resurrected, we find him fishing and then Jesus pulls him aside and says, do you love me? Yeah. I know, I know where you're at. I know where you went. You're not hiding from me. Do you love me? Yes. Yes. He, he walks him to that. What God was doing was restoring Peter. He yeah. was confirming in Peter. He was strengthening Peter. He was establishing Peter. And for us to know that when we come back, we raise our hand and say, here I am. I'm yeah. done hiding in the bushes. God's not the God that's now just going to jump on and punish you. What are you doing out there? Why were you, you know, and that's not what he does. He strengthens, he, he confirms you are my son or daughter. Yeah. Um, what a gracious God. Incredibly gracious, incredibly gracious. I just, for me to, you know, I, I wanted to bring that up because we imagine in our minds, I think I, I've done it. I don't want to kind of come back to God because I'm afraid of what he's going to do. I'm mm-hmm. afraid of how he's going to respond. And that's just, that's not right. It's not healthy. It's not who he is. Yeah. 
And so if that's, you know, where you find yourself today, I, you know, I think from both of us, we just would encourage you to go, man, come back to Jesus. Um, he's asking you, where are you? Where are you at? And, and, and calls us to do that. And so Lori, you know, maybe speak to just for, for a moment of when we do find ourselves in that place, like how important, um, maybe others in our life, um, can be, you know, uh, people around us and, and, and why, I mean, we've talked about this on other podcasts, like how, how important it is to have other people around us. Like, you know, if, if people are going, I just don't feel like I can do it on my own. Yeah. Um, you know, coming back to the Lord and, and, and if God's asking where, or are you and you need help or you need somebody with you, what, what's maybe something somebody could do, um, to be able to reach out or have somebody help them with that. Yeah. First of all, I think that's one of the best statements ever in life is I just don't think I can do this on my own because mm-hmm. it is an awareness that we can't and how necessary it is to be in relationship with others. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes it's a text message. Sometimes it's just picking up the phone saying, yeah. Hey, can you either come over? Can I go over there? Can we meet for coffee? Whatever. Um, and just be real. We all need a person that we can do that with. And, get real with, you know, um, share our lives with, share our hearts. And one of the things that I love about this new series that we're doing um, is God is asking these questions and he does know the answer. Um, He doesn't have to ask them the questions, but he does it for a reason. Mm -hmm. And in his asking, he's revealing their, their hearts to them and where they are in their relationship with him. And, um, not just to himself, but for their benefit as well. So they can see. So in times that he's done that with me, you know, it's so I can see where I'm at and right. I will come too. Sure. Um, likewise, as we're discipling others, um, we have to have those hard conversations. And we, that is one of the reasons I love that he models this for us, but that we ask questions and they're not for our own benefit all the time you know it's the other person can get to come to the conclusion on their own and see oh wow they'll hear themselves speak i think you said that recently um and in that there's there can be so much growth so it's so important to have other people around us that are pouring into us that we can pour into as well but definitely if you're in if you're in a spot um that you feel that you are far away from the lord remember that he he is still there. He's right here. Yeah. And he already knows. And he's waiting. He's waiting on that surrender. And there is freedom in surrender. For sure. Wow, that's really good. I, I, I'm going to say that again, what you just said. There is freedom in surrender. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's, that's often how in the hide and seek game we, <laughs> we ended the game is everybody would come out and, and you know, we're, we're done and the game, the game is over. You know, and if, if that's where you're finding yourself or, or you have a friend that you know that is just really hiding from God and being able to just come alongside them, not with all the answers or, you know, that you're um, their savior, but to just come along and say, hey, I'm with you when you're, yeah. when you're ready. God's here. He's looking for you um, and, and being able to help and we help each other. And so, well, like you, Lori, I'm, I'm very excited about this, um, this series and these questions and we're going to dive into one and just, I think getting deeper and deeper into 
um, God's heart for us and how much he loves and desires relationship with us. And so we look forward to you going on this journey with us the next few weeks. And, um, and uh, we're grateful for everyone that's a part of uh, the Get Real podcast and, and want to encourage you to continue to share it with your friends. So God bless you all. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Get Real podcast today. My hope each and every week is that you're able to take the content, apply it to your life, that it becomes more of who you are and less of what you do, and that we live an intentional life together. If you're interested in supporting the work of ministry here at Real Life Texas, we'd like to invite you to do that by going to reallifetexas.org slash give and supporting us today.